What's good, people who live in the world and not of the world? How we doing today? Positive vibes from this side of the earth, as always. Today, I got a special guest, my boy. I call him my right-hand man. My boy, Anthony, here. Say what's up. What's up, people? And uh, he's got a treat for us. He's going to be coming up with a topic for today. So give it to us. It's called Disagreements, Failures, and Mistakes. Short defam but yeah the reason why i was coming up with this topic with today because i've been noticing like with people around is like one of the number one thing in the first letter of the topic is disagreements because one thing i've noticed is that we refuse to debate others who disagree with our opinions or even facts because we feel like it doesn't add up to what we know Mm-hmm. And see, the one biggest problem is how you going to know the truth if I always agree with you versus me disagreeing with you? Because if I disagree with you, you're going to research it probably or try to find if what I'm saying is right or back, back check around. Mm-hmm. But if I always agree with you, you're not going to do no research. You're not going to look back. You're not even going to investigate the matter because you feel you're right. But what happens if I, if you have a bunch of people around your circle who agreed with something that was actually not true, but you thought it was true? What did they say? They said, uh, tell a lie one time, it's a lie. Tell a lie a thousand times, yeah, it's, it's the, the truth. truth. Yeah, and that's that's a big concern because we all want everyone to agree with us. And I feel like the biggest problem is we try to surround ourselves with a cult of agreeing people around us than just people who disagree with us. And like, to be frankly honest, that's like, that's unhealthy. Yeah, and too, like, uh, that even goes for like as friends. Because mm-hmm. if your friends are not telling you the truth about yourself, like... Let's say if you were in the wrong or, you know, they don't hold you accountable for anything. They just, just yes being, then it's really not going to help you grow as a person Yeah. because you don't see yourself as doing anything wrong. Like me, um, there's facts and there's opinions. You can, you can disagree with what the truth is, but it's always going to be the truth just because you have a different opinion about what the truth is it doesn't mean that that makes it law so um a lot of people gotta understand especially in debates mm-hmm. yes. you know in debates we just you know and we gotta clarify that this is my opinion you know this is how i feel about it don't start saying oh this is this is the truth this is the truth because a lot of people be throwing shit out there and they don't know what they're talking about yeah, and that's that's facts. It's like imagine this scenario: you were just a person who was just born in darkness, kind of like Bane, just Bane right there, born in pure darkness, never seen light. You don't know if there's a such thing as light because you was just born in type of a cave all your life. So you grew up to that environment, no guidance. And then what if someone who Probably is just an opinion-based person, but could convince is convincing in his words, tells you, oh, the world out there is just full of lava. 
It's full of lava. The skies are always red. There's just there's just pain. Just suffering. There's these monsters out there. And you don't know because you haven't stepped out into the world. So you don't know what it is. You grew up in this cave. And so as a safe bet, you're going to always assume that person right. Because he sounds like he knows what he's saying. He's he's talking with confidence. Mm-hmm. He's selling you. Something. Then, then too, you you start living your life by that. Mm-hmm. You know, you start living your life by um, uh, what's a good one? Um, just like um, superstition. Yeah. You know, when you people tell you, oh, if you do this, then this will happen. You get seven years of bad luck. Then you start living your life in a in a cautious way. I'm not saying that. We should just live our life recklessly, but mm-hmm. when you're living your life in fear of something, that's not living at all. Mm-hmm. So you can't allow, you know, non-factual things to be, to be, you know, imprinted into your brain. Yeah, you know, and it's too, it's that it it can go along with religion mm-hmm. as well because a lot of people. You know that are born in you know church. They be like, oh, I grew up in church. A lot of them follow it to a T, and you know a lot of a lot of especially when you argue with Christians about this, not argue, debate with Christians about this. They believe that everything, everything, and they go by a T, not and they don't step out of it, not not even knowing that they don't even do what they're saying themselves. And um, it's it's crazy, man, because it, it's just crazy because it turns you off. Yeah, it turns it really turns you off. And yeah, and I'll say like they even stir up the pot in that, like when it comes to religion, you know, throw in a little something that's gonna make a little people may touch a little feelings, but doesn't matter. Every day we're told Jesus died on the cross. Mm-hmm. It's popularized in the church. Mm-hmm. And Christianity, most likely, and Catholic. And when you always see that, it's like people don't question. They teach you, oh, don't question, because then you questioning God. Mm-hmm, exactly. But when you actually look at it, and in the Bible, the, the, and you look at the contest back then, everybody that got nailed that time was not on no cross. The cross was a man faulty idea just to create an inspiration because they didn't have perfect nailing back then the only way how they nail jesus is through a crucifix and see the difference of a crucifix is a fucking stick that goes straight up why you think everything was identified perfectly the nailing and all that when he had his hands up it matched perfectly because it was nailed through one nail it wasn't no what you see three different nailing types it was two <coughs> the two legs that was nailed perfectly and the one arm tied up like he was hog tied but, but they gonna tell you oh it was a cross or like you could look at catholic see catholicism we all in christianity they have similar things that they believe in but then when you look into the death like and it's very interesting. We we all believe the upside down cross as highlight to us. 
is demonic. Is demonic. But did you know when Catholic people do the Father to the Son to the Holy Spirit, that's the upside down cross you're creating? They do it through the little point tempo of your chest all the way up to the top of your forehead. Then to your shoulder to shoulder. People don't notice that. They do it, but they never noticed and caught on to it because it'd be done so quick. You just think that's the thing when you just formulate an upside down cross over your body. That shit's deep when you look at it. But they tell you what you're doing that is for God. And, and two, like, a lot of times, like, not even quest- questioning stuff is not, you know, you disagreeing with it per se. It's just that, honestly, like, when you followed something for so long, you do begin to think, like, okay, like, this, this, and that, and the third. And, you know, that's why, like, going back to Christianity... It's like, yeah, for all the people that grew up in church and was raised in church, you know, me being one of those people, yeah, I followed it. And I'm not saying I don't follow it because I do believe in God and there's a higher power, but there's a lot of stuff that I I question. And, you know, going to church and I went to church today and me now from then, it's totally like I have a totally different feeling. Not that I'm saying I don't like church and enjoy church because there is some stuff that, you know, some messages that do touch me. But being around in that atmosphere, going to a, a, you know, a mega church with a thousand plus people, it's like you see the distraction sitting there right in front of you. And you and I'm not saying that every you're not you're not supposed to be looking at other people, but it's like. The message to me always ends the same way. You know, it always ends up in the hurrah, the hoop holler. You know, God has promised something for you. And I do believe God has promised something for me. But what you see in the church is a lot of stale faith. You know, a lot of people and I've called church this is I call it a pick me up. It's a hospital. You go there when you need to to get healed you know you may stay there you may get surgery whatever then boom then they send you out on your own to maintain that health so when you go to church you get that word the prophetic word then you go back into the world but you maintain that that spirituality you don't just grab it you know i'm in the hospital then when you leave the hospital you back to your normal life and that's what I see a lot. And that's why, you know, I I haven't been to church much. I can't say because I just don't want to. I, a lot of times I don't have that connection. Yeah, that, yeah, that connection, that desire to go because it's like I need to build my my church inside of me. Because when when we do pass and we do get judged it's like, it's not going to be like, okay, what did, what did the church do for you? It's going to be like, what did you do? You know, so a lot of people are are stuck in their ways. And they when they hear this and they hear a conversation like this, they automatically turn to, oh, you got a spirit. 
Oh, you demonic. Yeah. You know, shit like that. And just it's like, to disagree this, with you yeah. on a whole new. It's like, and it's like, not like that. It's like, I need answers that are going to get me, you know, further. Like, I, I've, I've grew up into this. It's a system, a system that I don't question. Yeah. You know, so. so you all you just blindly believe. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like saying I don't believe, but I need a little bit more than you just telling me this, this and that. Mm-hmm. Like and I said, you, you got to build a relationship on your own and outside of church. But yeah, and see, that's the key thing. See, most would just disagree. They'll be right off the bat, be like, no, no, you're wrong, this and that and that. But it's like, okay, you telling me I'm wrong, but you're not proving me I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. See, it's easy to tell anyone you're wrong at that. You're wrong at this. But what are you showing for to prove me wrong? Mm-hmm. You see, and that's where most people don't realize like they don't even realize like i can even go on to another touch thing where it's like when you look deep down in the rooted bed of religion Mm -hmm. christianity is not a religion that was inspired just from itself Mm. and see people don't realize that when you look in the depth of religion christianity was a religion that was inspired by multiple already established religions and see that's it's not just a little bit of catholic it was inspired from it was inspired from probably a little bit of muslim based religions yeah, and it goes awesome. it dates back to egypt too because mm-hmm. the uh the the laws of Ma'at is is very similar to the 10 commandments mm-hmm. you know and like i i didn't i wasn't really looking into that to my dad you know i told you about my dad See, and he was opening my eyes to it and it's not to say that I'm automatically believing what my dad believes mm-hmm. but I'm opening my mind to it it's like okay I see this this is not here just because you know it's here obviously there's some truth to it mm-hmm. so I'm 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 looking in I'm researching I'm not just mm-hmm. believing and and like I said, that's a big problem in, with Christians is that if it's anything outside of Christianity or the Bible or even questioning or putting their mind to thinking to a, a different level, they, it, you know, it, it just yeah. it just hits them different. And it's like, no, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. And that's what's crazy, because when you look at Christianity, it's original title was never Christianity until Abraham Lincoln banded polygamy. So that's what people don't even realize. Polygamy within was in within Christianity. It used to be called Christianity mm-hmm. the Letter Day Saints. See, they took that out ever since they took out polygamy. See, Christianity is not a consistent religion. It's a religion of politics when you really look at the bad and root of it because its flow and its guidance always change. Like when you look at Catholic. Now you got the Pope saying he supports LGBTQ communities. I mean, but weren't your teachings against that? Mm-hmm. But now you support it. So meaning your teachings wasn't all always based on the holy based foundation. And, and, and two, touching on this, it lets you know that the over the years it was conformed. If they're conforming to something like that now, which they strongly held up. 
What makes you think they didn't alter something back then? If they trying to alter it now, you know, and it's it's crazy because and I and saying this, you know, I don't have a problem with the LGBT community. I don't agree with it. I don't have a problem with the people. Do your own thing. That's y'all. I don't agree with it, but that doesn't mean I hate y'all. But when it comes to, you know, like the spiritual Christianity thing, that was a thing that was prohibited. Like it was, it was abolished. Mm -hmm. It wasn't supposed to be. Yeah, it was in the world and it got abolished. It came back. And but now it's in the church. It's like, okay, so if the church can conform to that and and lose principle, then what do you expect me? You expect me to stand, you know, stand in everything, you know, so it's and see most will just try to disagree and, and see that's why we say disagreements is healthy. Like most might even disagree mm-hmm. now with some things, but look, yeah, in order for you to find the truth, you have to disagree with me. Mm-hmm. If I was just sitting here telling you Christianity has woken up to a new dedication, this is good and that, you will disagree. Like you might actually agree and be like, you know what? He's right. He's spitting facts mm-hmm. because I'm going with the narrative that they want to push to you, mm-hmm. and-, and so you're going to be blindly led by me but i'm not gonna sit here and lead you blindly i'm not gonna sit here and tell you what the narrative is portrayed i'm gonna tell you the truth if you disagree well research yourself and if i was wrong or anything hey come up to me and say hey i found this and that maybe you see some things where i was saying was right but then there was things i said that just wasn't somewhat factual Mm -hmm. enough probably or it might have been not completely factual but hey it takes research in that you got to understand where I'm coming from in mm-hmm. order to see where I'm trying to tell you. But if you're not taking the time to understand me, and I'm sitting here trying to take time to understand you, well, guess what? You're always going to be at a disagreement mm-hmm. with me. Instead of saying, you know what? Let me try to look where he's looking. Exactly. Let me at least try to research. Yeah, with Within disagreement, there should be... You know, it, it should... For those, it should open up a new perspective. You know, every time you somebody disagrees with you, you know, it should not be a negative thing necessarily, but a way to see how other people view a, the same situation. Because remember, we all live in the same world. You know, we, we experience different things, but we also experience the same things. But it's also good to get somebody else's perspective. Even if they may be slightly wrong, there should be understanding and reasoning. You know? Yeah. And so, like, it's not debating. I love I love debating. Debating is, in, in, is important to me. Yeah. Because if I just got somebody saying, yeah, you right, you right, you right. It's like, what the hell? What am I learning? Like, yeah, what am I? Yeah, exactly. It what feels like I know it all. If everyone's keep on telling me, yeah, you right, you right, you right. Then what do I have to strive to learn else if I already is 100% right to the many? Yeah, and, and age is not always a badge of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Don't think because somebody has age and they've experienced like, 
and I hate to say this, but the elderly, like, you know, a lot of them are stuck in their ways, but don't have the the realization that change is is upon us. You know, a lot of stuff that you dealt with back then, even though history does repeat itself, it's it's different. And I rather you, you know, try to listen rather than just spit spit your knowledge that yeah. that doesn't fully apply to me. So you know, it's it's crazy, man. But yeah. disagreeing, even though it, it it sounds like a negative word, it's it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's it, really not. It sounds negative. And then we're gonna jump on to this next one, and that's the one after the letter D. Is the F the failures and see was it failures or fear? It's failures, okay. And failures, see, man, I've seen many people they they hold back everything just because of that 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 negative aspect of being called a failure. Mm-hmm. But see, that's that's actually beautiful to fail at something because only in failures. Will you learn something new and actually evolve into something better than what you was before? Because if you didn't fail, it's just like when we say with disagreements. How else you gonna learn? Exactly. It's like when you look at Jordan and you look at his story, he wrote a book on his story. And it was about how he grew up. Mm -hmm. He was a grade A ass (laughs) player. When he grew up. But straight booty. But through hard works and through all them failures of being denied from teams when he was young in his high school years, not making it to the team, he kept on trying and improving because he failed at something. So he needed to. That's when he realized, hey, I got to improve at that something. And that's only when he became the Michael Jordan we know of. Could look at him now when he transcended to the NBA. Mm-hmm. He evolved. Yes, he was a first-round exit with some people. They'll try to debate like, oh, he's a first-round exit. Okay. He failed at something. But guess what happened later on after going through that first-round exit? He said, no more, I will be a loser. No more, I'm going to be a first-round exit. And guess what he is? Undefeated in the damn finals. Mm-hmm. He is 6-0. and oh. That is what failure done to him. You can even look at any other great. I'm not going to look like me. I like a great player more when I've seen him fail. Because only then will you see the true greatness. It's like how they describe Kobe now. Mm-hmm. It's like he's the phoenix from the ashes because he went through a lot. His whole life crumbled. It was written in design. It was supposed to be written. His destiny was supposed to be written for failures. He was getting blacklisted in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Steve Nash. Exile. Yeah. It's Steve Nash won NBA MVP back to back. Just so they won't give it to Kobe, who was leading and scoring. Due to, I think it was 06 and 07 year. It's like, come on now. Mm-hmm. But he still kept on going. He still kept on going. He's still pushing. And he regained everything that he lost with more. Mm -hmm. He almost, everything was crumbling down. And he regained it. 
because he fought through the failures and improved where he needed to improve. Became a better player over those failures. Mm-hmm. That's what it takes. But with most people, they just be like, oh, you were failing. And they try to mock it. It's like, what? Like, you're mocking the inevitable of life. Mm-hmm. That is funny to me. I'm laughing at you. <laughs> you when you say that again, you <laughs> mocking the inevitable, of which life. means it's gonna happen regardless. Regardless, you could be at any stage of your life, mm-hmm. and it's gonna happen. It's like, come on now. But it's like, if life was placed on easy, what is there left to achieve? Mm-hmm. That's not the purpose of life. Your life is never gonna be easy. It's like what one of the motivational speakers say, uh, George Patterson or Peterson. He said it more best. Life is a bottomless pit of suffering. Mm -hmm. Only thing you can do in that bottomless pit is make yourself suffer less. Mm -hmm. You think you can't suffer greater than what you're already doing? Well, guess again, buddy, because a bottomless pit, you're just getting started each way you keep on going with it. Yep. It ain't life ain't supposed to be easy because if it was easy, how do you improve? Have you ever played a video game? That shit on easy? You bored of the game. <laughs> you might as well return <laughs> you that. See, you, you, yeah, you might as well get rid of it versus when you play the game probably on a legendary or the most highest difficulty ever then you're like oh shit i'm getting my ass whooped left mm-hmm. and right then you start learning things like probably like combos like it's like playing mortal Kombat. you didn't know you didn't try to learn the combos until you got your ass whooped exactly. and lost then then too, st- <laughs> yeah because we t- i touched up on this in, in a previous podcast um Failure cannot, I mean, success cannot exist without failure. And you just have to think about that. Then, two, people relate to failure. If people hear you talk about a success story where you just talk about how you, you know, you you did this, this, that without failure, people have already turned themselves off because perfection is an impossible an impossible thing to reach like it's like all right you you did that perfectly without any flaws i you know i can't even i'm not even i can't even do the first thing you did how you expect me to reach where you at yeah then too it's like failure is experience so change the 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 failure word to experience because if you have not there was a quote i saw um i might get it wrong or uh, half it it said um i didn't fail either i learned something or something but it made sense because you're supposed to not everybody does but within your failure you're supposed to learn something and you're supposed to it it's another notch in your belt so when it comes back when you come back around to it and when you were inexperienced you're better experienced now and you're never going to stop failing at something whether it's a little failure or it's a, a big failure because you have to learn 
you if you if you come in contact with something you've never experienced before how do you expect to 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 learn it you gotta go at it you're gonna fall but you gotta go back at it again so and it's actually crazy when you look at it it's like it's not even just the fact of that failures is a problem is a fact that also we tend to not try to acknowledge a failure mm-hmm. too. It's like we want to see failure in everyone else. Exactly. So that way we can say, oh, we I didn't fail then because that person fucked up mm-hmm. more. And it's like, you like know they what? Say, uh, misery loves company. Mm-hmm. And you think about it. Come on. What, what is the biggest thing we have heard from older generation? Our times was better. Oh. All right, y'all fucking up, y'all. This, oh, you saying that now, but shit, how was your times? Exactly. Just ignore, just just spit the truth. How was it really? You acting like you didn't fail. You acting like your times was the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, that's not what I seen in the history books. It's no, it's damn near worse than what we have today, and that and that's the failure to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. See now, y'all made it better. I'm not going to take that credit away. You you pave some things to where it'd be better in the future. Yes, I acknowledge that. I, I appreciate that. But don't act like there was some fa- there wasn't any failures in your time too exactly. as well. Because only then in failures is improvement of the generation. Mm-hmm. And see, one that is why debates, disagreements, those words are important. Like we have to disagree. It is only way, the only way to find a truth. Like failure is the only way to find success. Mm-hmm. And without them negatives, the positives is nothing to us. Because what's the world if it's always everything's easy to accomplish? Because it's given. Given to you. You don't appreciate it. You wind up not appreciating. It's like, it's like a little kid or a baby. You give the baby so much attention, it expects it from you. Versus when you make it work for that attention, or you can even say a dog. A dog is the same way. It wants his atten- the owner's time, and it values the owner's time because the time is not always there, so it values it more. Versus you always giving it time, you always giving it love. It's like damn. Then that one moment you don't. Yeah. He's ready to bite you. Yeah. It's like goddamn. He thinks you evil because you didn't do that one thing. Why you think some people are just spoiled in like attention? Like look at this generation. Like it's all attention. We we invest so many things, and it's like. We try to tell people also, like we can even say with models on Instagram, my rich people, celebs. We don't acknowledge what they failed to do because we're not trying to see it. We try to see them as almost damn near like a idol, mm-hmm. close to damn near a god because we try to see no wrong in what they do. But they fail. But they don't highlight it to you now compared to how it was back then. Back then, you seen the highlights of every failure. And it was acknowledged. Oh, you fucked up. And then that's how they improve. Look at it now. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to run away from failure. All these celebs, 
They all running away from their beliefs because they don't want to fail at their career. Your career is meaningless if your beliefs is not valued. You will hate yourself more. Like they say, um, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Mm-hmm. And that right there, to, to me, in my opinion, if you are willing to fall for everything, then you have failed at the game of life. Because what you're doing is you just allowing people, whoever, to hack your brain. If that's the case, give me your, your account number. <laughs> I'll take your money because you allowing everybody to take your damn money. Give me the chance, too. That's how it is, I see it. That's complete failure. And that's letting it go down the rabbit hole of the bottomless pit. That's dropping it and never picking it back up. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't do that. Top is like this. It's supposed to be discussed, supposed to be debated, supposed mm-hmm. to question. Because only then when you question things, you actually gain knowledge. Yep. If I leave you nothing to question, how are you going to improve? I don't debate you. You're never going to improve. Mm-hmm. If you don't go through failures, you're not going to improve. And I and it's like probably it relates to the second question. And I'll say failure is worse. I'll say, but mistakes is the light thing we do in life, too. But it's more, we feel more comfortable in this key term, mistakes, mm-hmm. more than failure. Because mistakes, we, we do it, we do it more, more frequently. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's shunned off more than just a failure when you look at it. It's like, okay, I made a mistake, I can improve that. Mm-hmm. That's how we look at a mistake versus, oh, you failed. Like, when you failed, it's like game says it's over. Game over. You fucking completely just went down the damn drain. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think, a lot of people, their mindset is a mistake. I can fix that. It's erasable. And a mm-hmm. failure, they feel like isn't. Mm-hmm. You know? And um, not to say that um, a failure isn't erasable. It's not that. It's kind of a... It's like the Phoenix situation. Yeah, it's kind of a... You go down harder. Yeah. But you eventually will rise stronger. For me, it's kind of like... um, Not a forgive, but more like a never forget. Mm. That happened. And I can't change that it happened. And also, you can even say it's like a relationship better in Mm -hmm. terms. You learn from the failure because you broke up with that girl. Mm Mm-hmm. That's that's the failure. You wind up breaking up and it's a failed relationship. Failed. It is you can re- try to redeem it if you want to, but it's still considered at that moment the failed relationship. Mm-hmm. But mistakes is that thing that happens while you're in that relationship. Mm-hmm. See, mistakes you can easily correct because you're still in the situation. Exactly. Versus a failure. Failure is like the situation's dead and gone. Now, what am I going to really take out of that now? Because it's the pain now I'm getting out of that failure. See, failure comes with a lot more pain than a mistake. Exactly. A mistake, we can either acknowledge it, correct it, and improve quickly. So we'll kind of like, maybe you could say, avoid that failure. But what do we do now these days when we go through mistakes? Like, you can even say it for a job. We all make mistakes on a job, but eventually when you keep on adding more of the mistakes up, because you're just not, you're failing to acknowledge it, mm-hmm. you wind up 
failing at that job. A mistakes is just like one point. Failures is like you could say 10 points is a greater impact than a mistake. Mm-hmm. And people nowadays, it's like we find more pleasure in failures. We even laugh about our, no, correction. We find more pleasure in our mistakes. Mm-hmm. And we laugh about our mistakes. And then we don't try to improve them mistakes. But see, that is the problem. Because when you don't improve on the negative, how are you going to gain positive effects? And that is just saddening when you see it. Like, I've seen people at my job who is in like a psychiatric field, those people, they must have made a lot of, I, I believe they made a lot of mistakes in their lives. Some of them are just there just because they system mm-hmm. uh, players. They just like to go through things just to play the system. Those people, they made a lot of mistakes and it wound up leading to a failure. All they did now and see, failure is just that drastic thing. Now you just doing is you you just making more negative points now. Mm-hmm. Now you got negative one mistake, negative two mistake. Failure is at zero. What goes under that now is just more mistakes. And you just keep fucking up. You keep on making your life worse. Where you can just improve now. See, that's what people don't try to grasp. It's like, yo, mistakes are important too. It just like failures is the drastic importance that's gonna probably wake your ass up mistakes is just that casual shit that's like a love tap when you Mm -hmm. look at it (laughs) that's that love tap right there that's that motherfucker tapping you like Floyd Mayweather when he dancing with your ass but when you decide to knock your ass out it's like Conor (laughs) McGregor (laughs) you start oh 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 Shit, that's what that is. And I, like you were saying, like mistakes shouldn't be taken lightly. And like I've told you guys, um, you know, I always say like a mistake is always gonna uh, find its way right back around to you. It's to to see if you learn. You know, you can't expect something to happen to you one time. It may come in a different form. It may look different. It may sound different. But if you you gotta be. That's why you have to build your analytics. Because if you're analytical, you're you're looking at a situation, assessing the situation, like, oh, I know what this shit is. This is the same shit that happened with so and so, or you know, at that time. And that's how you improve and become a exactly. better person. Like they said, you're never over an addiction until you can be faced with it and deny it. So that's why you have to you have to. You have to look at mistakes and failures and just, you know, like, like I said, I say dwell in it because when you dwell in something, you, you embrace it, you feel it Mm -hmm. like, okay, I got to feel this because I need to, I need to know how to handle it. If you don't sit in something like for these people who run away from their problems, run away from things that happen to them with a substance like weed, alcohol, whatever drug it doesn't help you because you're only 
you're only subsiding that that pain then you subside it so much it builds up to greater pain and then your body ends up adapting i heard one dude he was like i didn't smoke so much weed that i don't even get high off the regular dosage and he it scared him because he was like now i feel like i gotta go to something else to get my high so that's, yeah, man, that's like these these mistakes and these failures. They just increase. They yeah. don't stop. They're not they're, they're not demerits. <laughs> they're really not demerits. They're just yeah. they're just staples of, of, you know, what you need to learn or what you need to better yourself on. Mm-hmm. You know, experience. It's experience, man. Like you and when you really change your mindset to think in that way that this is a learning experience you begin to start to see this success you begin to to think different to act different to tackle you know situations different because it's it's no longer frowned upon in your mind that you made a mistake that you you know i failed right here then also you're able to help somebody else yep that's your true. failure and your mistake is able to help either your 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 kids, your friends, your peers. It can even help somebody who is older than you. So don't it's, it's a learning experience and to share with others is is powerful. These people who just want to, you know, they want to keep um the, the success story and the the progress to themselves it's like nah share it because that the best part the best part is not the success it's the process so I, I I adore seeing what you went through and how you got there rather than yo I'm here and this is what I'm doing at this stage of my life it's fun and games nah nigga I want to see how you got there because that's what's going to interest me that's what I need. That's the meat. Like, and people don't understand that. Change, change your way of thinking. Broaden your horizon. Yeah, that's true. Broaden, be, be willing to get your feet dirty. Don't wear your clean shoes out here. Wear your dirty ones. Mm-hmm. That's why I laugh. That's why, I like, you ain't gonna get a job until you probably go out and try something. Yeah. The fit, the the possibility a failure or making a mistake on the interview it's the inevitable because <laughs> you knew and this job <laughs> system is 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 pretty fucked up too because mm-hmm. a lot of jobs won't hire you because you don't have experience but in order to get experience for that job you need that time like mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a mind fuck like it's yeah. like but and, hey. yeah it, it's crazy man and that's mm-hmm. why like with school too, man. You um you go to school for X amount of years, you get your degree, but you still can't get a job in the, the field you worked in because you don't have experience. So it- that's it's life, man. It's like we all we all live in the game of life and we playing it to the best of our abilities. Now how you play it is your way, but if it eventually you're gonna make mistakes. You're going to have failures. And you're going to have to eventually settle your 
and differences with others. That's the only way we are going to improve. But shoot, we, we can end it right here, player. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, any um, any final thoughts you got for the peoples? Mm-hmm. Nah, not really. I mean, ju- just live life. Live life. Be you actually, I could just leave it at this note. In life, we're not more... We look at the bad moments that we made mistakes mm-hmm. when and it's a mature thought when you think about it. We we look at these bad moments and smile and laugh at them. Mm-hmm. Because those are the moments that's made us who we are. Yeah, we can look at the good moments mm-hmm. and maybe have same probably the same some of the same effect, but not the total appreciation. Mm-hmm compared to the bad so just embrace the bad because it prepares you for the good dang i like that i like that mine's is y'all always know what i say focus on yourself protect your energy you matter um these 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 failures and mistakes you go through is just another notch in your belt um and and i love i like to say this because I really want y'all to know we are no better than y'all. It's just that we we taking a different outlook. You know, we we refuse to look at the world the same way other people do. We refuse to follow a system because that's just not what our mind is. You know, our mind doesn't adapt that way. Our mind question everything. You know, we're looking for something different. So don't think as as of us as, you know, higher than you or better than you. No, we just trying to give you a different perspective. We going through the same shit y'all going through. We still learning this stuff. But the difference is between us as we learn it, we're trying to share it. You know, so definitely y'all not alone. And, you know, just continue to. To, to question everything, like I said, protect your energy, focus on yourself, and just take a different outlook on life. Oh, broaden your horizon. Not everything is as it seems. You know, just look into things, y'all. And with that, we're going to close out. Y'all know um, where to hit me. Y'all can DM me on the Black Market page at Black Market. 0275 or my personal page at Taylor Aaron 275. Y'all can hit Anthony up, DM him. What's your oh, yeah, it's uh, unstoppable underscore x underscore hero, long ass thing. But <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all can hit us, um, uh, and stay tuned for the next podcast. We're gonna peace out, peace, peace.